everyone. Welcome back to the Target Transfers podcast, the number one heat printing podcast in the world. Today, we are joined by Jenna, Brand Influence Manager at Styles. Thank you for joining us today. We're thrilled to have you. How are you? I'm so thrilled to be joining you. I'm very excited to be able to sit and chat with you guys for sure. I'm doing well. How are you? We are good. We're super thrilled to have you. Um, and just to give everyone a brief overview before we get started. So we're going to have a talk about your new family ebook, which you released not that long ago, right? Right. Yeah. Um, we aim to release that like end of summer beginning, like around when school starts. Um, this is actually one of my favorite things that I get to work on with our marketing team because it really helps bridge what trending apparel is out there in the industry to really keep heat printers up to date on what new products are out there that they can give a try. Um, but it's more educational. So not only are, is it awareness for what products they should be showing their customers, but also how they can easily heat press those things. Um, one of the most common questions that we get is, well, how much heat can that particular item withstand when it comes to heat printing transfers and all of our heat transfers have a recipe, right? So we have to stay, you know, up with it whenever it comes to apparel so that we know our products are going to work well. So completely educational on how to heat print those trends and just unique things that are kind of out of the box too. So everyone loves a good like t-shirt and hoodie but we also did like a denim jacket in there and showed unique print locations and how much you can profit by maybe offering a denim jacket. Um, some other cool things that were added uh, were like socks and custom tennis shoes. So just like unique things that you wouldn't necessarily think of, but can definitely be another revenue stream for heat printers because with the innovation of heat pressing, you know, like there's not much you can't print anymore. <laughs> Have you found now with uh, the, the ultra color products since they've come out, it's managed to make life a lot easier for you? I know that in the UK, because it's got that slightly lower fuse temperature, it just means that so many things where before we're like, okay, I'll give it a go, but make sure I've got my grip flex pad to hand just in case something goes wrong. And now you're like, oh, well, actually, that's, that actually works here first time now. Yeah, yeah, that is a big game changer for us. Any of our low temp products, but specifically the direct-to-film, uh, which is the Ultracolor Max you mentioned, um, just because that has been all anybody wants to talk about anymore. We just got back from a series of trade shows and micro events, and everyone wants to know all about direct-to-film. Is it something they should be investing in um, as far as printing in-house themselves, or should they use custom transfers? So we are definitely on the custom transfer train. We think that's the best route to take right now uh, because we are able to get it to that low temp. Uh, so we're at 290 degrees Fahrenheit so that we can apply some of those more heat sensitive things. But of course, I always uh, keep some accessories on hand too, just to be safe because you never know. Not all fabrics are made the same. One could work really well at 290. Another one could get a big heat print box. So definitely keep that flex pad, the, the flex pad handy. 
And of the of the new fanware products which, oh, that you've brought into you, but which ones would you say that you're most excited about, or like the ones where you're like, oh wow, I'd, I've really even surprised myself on with that one? Um, I would say some of the accessories, in addition to the outerwear, uh, because those are items that people kind of are fearful for printing because they could be a little bit of a higher price point when it comes to sourcing it, right? Uh, it's not a, just a standard t-shirt or a fleece jacket or hoodie. This is something a little bit more retail already. And then we're just adding to it. Um, so I sourced um, some really great products from Wholesale Boutique. They offer a brand called Viv and Lou. And they are doing like extravagant fanware accessories and some of them include like the plastic PVC, right? Because when you go into stadiums, you want to make sure that you have a clear bag at this point. I feel like that's standard for most event stadiums. Um, and we're able to print on it, right? We're able to drop that temp low enough without damaging the bag. It's a mix of the plastic and the, um, they call it vegan leather, but it's like a faux plastic leather. Um so that one surprised me because we were able to, you know, customize that, add more value to something that's already sellable as is and make it more personalized to who wants to buy it. What would you say of all the things that you've seen at events and trade shows and across socials, the things that people tag styles in day to day? What's the weirdest thing that somebody's heat printed onto that you've gone, oh, that's cool. I had no idea. I didn't even think about that. Or because we get some really odd things sent in that our customers try. And yeah. it's all about testing, isn't it? You say try, you fail, you try again. And right. there are certain things that people send us and we go, wow, that's a really good idea. So is there anything that stands out to you that you've seen over the years that you think you wouldn't think to heat print onto something like that? Uh, yeah, toilet paper rolls. <laughs> really? how does that even work I honestly <laughs> it was beyond me um I didn't ask like what their settings were or anything but there was a series of time there it was during pandemic because it was so hard to get toilet paper and it became kind of like this viral trend of people were just doing weird things with toilet paper that's um so that was trending and then next thing you know our heat press for profit facebook group lighting up with all these photos of toilet paper rolls being heat applied with glitter and just saying like the funniest things with glitter um, i thought you were gonna say ultra colored soft glitter is yeah. a bit of a <laughs> risky one to go with for toilet paper right. isn't it? yeah i'm like i don't know <laughs> they're probably just gonna rip that little piece off and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I love that. I wonder if anyone. Yeah, UK I just have these images. Please be careful. It's like comment changes, but well, I prefer flock because it's got that nice velvety finish. <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical. What's the weirdest thing you guys have seen? We had somebody print onto suede mm. on our live event on Friday. They said suede. Football boots was a good one, but I know yeah. you do that a lot in the States anyway. Mm. I'll be honest, we've kind of got a little bit surprised this morning. So we've got this event coming up next week. Which it would already happen by the time this comes out. And one of the people that's attending the event sent us a, load, a box, just a random box of stuff. And it was just, there was like 50 balaclavas in there. And I'm like, <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we going to do um, with these? And they've got a very special printable area that goes over your nose and your mouth. Like it's been specifically designed, I guess, for something to kind of like, I don't know, put like a smile or something on it. I was like, oh, okay. And they're all fleecy, like really soft, fleecy and the heat weirdest... sensitive. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have to work this one out before next week then. But the strangest thing was is that you got them out and it fit perfectly on the 10 by 10 interchangeable platen. And we were like, this is just bizarre. It's almost like it's been made for that platen. And I said to Andy, with Halloween coming up, we should do like the skull mouth thing over the bottom. Oh, that's such a good idea. But like who would buy a printed balaclava? Who, like, I don't know. Do people sell those? Have you? Yeah. I, honestly, I am not surprised at what people are able to sell in this industry at this point. If it's creative and you have the niche for it, it's just like, okay, that's that's your we'll thing. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I think another good one that I had is this is more one of our sort of craftier events, is that they they came they came along and they're like, Oh, this, I've been waiting for this vinyl. This is a perfect thing. And now we're going to decorate top hats but only decorate the very top of the hat like put it on i guess on the circular platen uh-huh. and just decorate the tops of it that's quite and cool. do like um graduation hats and things like that too yeah i did a graduation cap for myself in back in 2015 <laughs> that would be quite cool though if everyone had them decorated on the top and you get like a bird's eye view of everyone standing with all their caps mm-hmm. on you could do like a big letter or something from above that would be quite cool yeah, yeah. and we we also had this is more for our craft brand we had someone come up to us at an event started buying vinyl and they just do like bespoke ken as in ken and barbie outfits so they literally just like doing the, the tiniest little vinyl letters and things like that i guess i think they're selling them for like 200 300 pounds a piece sort of thing just custom what like the whole costume or just like a t-shirt with i think barbie like, on it i think like yeah like the full figure like they decorate the t-shirt but it's actually clothes for the doll yeah that's that's where i was yeah i don't understand that is yeah, it like I a halloween it, costume i guess it must be like i don't know they're made to look like someone famous or something or they're just like high design they, they must like hand stitch the jackets that go on to the them or something like that so it's all like all fashion but just micro size basically that's bizarre but they seem to be like they're very excited about getting their hands on a, a press and some vinyl i would love to find their instagram account and see some of, I would love to see that too. of what they actually do <laughs> oh that's fantastic it's crazy how um minute and, and intricate that you can get designs to be in vinyl um vinyl cutters are still relevant some people question that right um they wonder if it's still going to serve them any purpose in their business anymore because of how much custom has grown at this point i think there's i think there's always a space for it i think especially even for people who there's a lot of customers of ours are now starting to they're just going straight to custom transfers but i think there's something to be said about trying it with a vinyl cutter and just like making mistakes with it and breaking stuff just because you kind of learn so much from the first time you you send something about reversing it or you go too far with the text and the whole thing weeds off, but you kind of start to learn about heat printing in a much more detail that way, I reckon. For sure. I think that too, um, being able to do those quick jobs that you need to just output pretty quickly, um, having that on hand and just keeping some black and white vinyl is key 
to making sure that you're serving your customers who are last minute. I would, that would be me. I would be the customer that's like last minute. Hey, can you make this for me real quick? I need it by this weekend. <laughs> I think as well, the, um, the effects that you can get with some of the vinyls like glitter mm -hmm. and lock and things like that, that you can't necessarily get with transfers. I know we can do like neons and shimmers and there's a load of different things that custom can do, but there's still definitely going to be an element that vinyl, like nothing can fill that gap in the vinyl market when it comes to speciality finishes. Yeah, I agree. And just one thing I just want to to kind of bring back around because you met, we talked about uh, cheer at the beginning is that mm -hmm. anyone in UK because the I think people underestimate how big things like fanware and cheerleading are because in the, in the US it's obviously it's well known it's massive but in UK it's massive too. Mm -hmm. So if you're not decorating fanware already, you should number one go download that ebook from styles.com. But there's lots of really great videos that Jenna's been doing on the Styles TV YouTube channel as well that you should go back and watch because there's some great ways of really making up like with those weird and wonderful projects that you wouldn't think to use. But you can really do quite well for your business from and learn how to decorate them and just adds another revenue stream to your business that's already there. And it's, you know, schools are back now. So it's things like cheerleading competitions are kind of in full flow now and there's a real, and they want new products every single week they don't just turn up in the same gear week after week it's got to be new and it's and it's often is these sort of specialty finishes like glitter and effect that they're often going for as well yeah no i definitely agree um, that kind of leads us into the next point that we wanted to mention with you, which was printing at different events and trade shows, which um, in your job role with Stars, we know that you have plenty of experience. You're always at trade shows, seeing customers, demonstrating the products. Um, and obviously a lot of our customers like to be able to either go and print out events because it's a big um, section in the industry that I think mm -hmm. people need to be able to do, but also to demonstrate to their customers what their business can do when they're out and about and on the road. So is there mm -hmm. any tips that you can give people if they are printing not necessarily in their workshop and they take their heat press on the road as such? Yeah, um, this is actually one of my uh, favorite topics because we do continue to see activations emerge in brands, retail brands, um, more and more. And I think that that is resonating very well in our industry as we see these brands like Levi's and Ralph Lauren and Mac Cosmetics doing these personalized experience for their customers. Um, and I think the realization here is for our industry is we're capable of doing this too, because a heat press is a small little footprint that you can travel with and take to any event. Um, so if that is as big as setting up at a retail store and helping some of these big retail brands create an experience for their clients, or if you're going to a cheerleading event, like you mentioned, a big competition and you're printing on site there. Um, the reason that this is has been so popular is because of the experience of the end customer, right? So it's kind of like how we set up at trade shows. When we have a customer walk into the booth, we have a few different heat presses and a few different products at each press so that they can experience product firsthand. And then they remember us. They remember having that conversation with us, learning something new, seeing a new product and actually being able to touch and feel it and work with the equipment and say, oh my gosh, it's that easy, 
right? So it's all about an experience. And if you can educate um, and really just kind of create that relationship with that person in that moment, they're going to remember you as a brand. And it's going to create such a unique experience that they're gonna, going to want to continue to see you at events or do events that you're going to be at. Um, if it happens to be a cheerleading event and it can be crowded, it can be a lot. Any type of sporting event is very fast paced. Um, so I always just recommend if you're, if it's quick in and out, um, just taking orders and trying to get those complete all day, um, making sure that you're including maybe your business logo on the sleeve of the shirt. Maybe those are pre-printed or something. Um, so that you can still do the activation for the customer. Um, but I feel like all of our, all, anyone in the apparel decoration industry could find a lot of inspiration from YR. Uh, they are someone we worked with in the past and they collaborate with very big retail brands and travel all over to do these huge activations. And it just becomes this really cool, unique event a ton of people will just wait in line for this because they're there for the experience. So definitely recommend checking out YR um, for some inspiration and then um, get to a trade show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> see it firsthand for yourself. See what it's like. Um, I think that that's why I am so passionate about this topic is because I do get to do a lot of the trade shows and I see the light bulb come on for a lot of people whenever they're in the booth with us and we're having that conversation with them and they get hands on. It's an experience and that's what it's all about. I think as well, it's a great way of stopping wastage as well. That's one of the things that we notice, especially when we're talking to some of our larger customers that might have traditionally screen printed a lot of event stuff and they take it and they just, you just buy it from a box, which to your point, it's not as fun. It's not, it doesn't have that magical moment for your customer anyway, but there's at the end of the day, they could have, a thousand printed tops that just have no home it just it's just a waste but if you heat printing it's on demand your t-shirt and if you don't sell all your t-shirts you've just got t-shirts to take to your next event at the end of it as well it's it's much it's a much better way to run your business i think doing it more eco-friendly yeah 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 sustainability is such a big topic so anything that you can do to reduce waste um and just kind of hit that benchmark of being sustainable uh, can go a long way for a brand as well. And if do you have like a, a preferred setup that you like to, you know, when you're at the Styles events, is there which machine would you say is your go-to for event printing? Um, since we typically just do T-shirts um, at the events, it's usually the clam for me. That's my favorite. Um, open one. What'd you say? The auto open clam you're talking about. The auto open, yep. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, I love it because of the auto open feature. Um, and it's just super easy to use. Not that the other ones aren't, but like I like simplicity. <laughs> and I think that the auto clam just has everything I want in a heat press. Um, the fusion is always really great. It's more compatible with a lot of the interchangeable platens than the clam. So you have more flexibility there as far as unique print locations, unique items. Um, but I do really like the clam at events because it's just so easy. 
I think it's easier to maneuver as well, isn't it? We, I mean, we took a lot of um, autos and maxes to our, one of our biggest trade shows um, back in April. And I always went for the auto or the max when I was doing demonstrations purely because they're so easy when they're on the caddy stands to move around. And even yeah. though you've got the carts for the Fusion, it's just a bit bigger and it's a bit bulkier and mm -hmm. it's fantastic. And it gives you all of the, like, the swing and the draw so you get the heat-free workspace. But like you say, the auto is just where it is it's space saving it sits in its little box and it does everything that you need it to do so yeah i would say that the auto probably for me with the counter caddy if you're doing any events sort of christmas decorating or pop-up fairs or anything the next couple of days, i'll go with the auto and the counter caddy because it can just go anywhere you know it's like you say it's compatible it's nice and easy to use get a bit of threadability and then get going with your transfers and your vinyl that way and the auto open feature is very impressive for anyone that hasn't seen a heat press before when it just yeah. does its own thing and everyone's like, oh, it just yeah. did what? Especially if, you, if you're switching that between the <laughs> Yeah, it's magic. <laughs> when people see it for the first time, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> magic. Um, I will say, too, I feel like a lot of people um, recently have been so impressed with the 360 IQ. Uh, just the how you can leverage it to heat apply our emblems and patches and those dimensional trends that we're continuing to see um, with such ease. And you can do more than caps too on it. It does have the curved surface. So don't try to put a plaque on there or anything. But um, any left chest logo or sleeve, yoke of a t-shirt or sweatshirt, you can utilize it for so many things. Um, so I think people are just loving to see that and that it has the dual heat feature with the top and bottom heat. Um, kind of mind-blowing to a lot of people who get to see it for the first time. Um, you just see it click like, oh, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Why aren't we using top and bottom heat for everything? Yeah, there's lots of people as well. As, and then it, you, when you get to speaking to them about hats and stuff, you're like, so you've just been accepting scorch marks on hats for the last five years then. They never thought to just be like bonus. It was up the standard. Like, no problem. one knew anything. And no one knew any better. Yeah. It's it's something that's really growing in the UK as well. It kind of is coming into this sports season. It's starting to really pick up a head of steam with the 360. And you, you see it a lot, even on um, on the high streets now, where there's, there's not loads of new shops that are opening up. But the one company that is opening up loads of locations in the UK is Lids. It's, it's like the Lids. first, okay, yeah, yeah. this is their first foray into the UK market and they've gone really big with, and they've, all of them have got decoration stations in store mm -hmm. as well. So it's, it's, it's big. And there's a lot of our um, football soccer customers who are all coming, coming in, in the summer months this year. And they're like, oh, that's perfect because people have been asking them for years about hats. And now they're like, oh, brilliant. Well, I can just sell snapbacks to every single football club I have now. And they're like, yeah, perfect. Especially if you've got like all the age grades, you could easily yeah. sell 200 hats just like that. And it's just, and straight away, the profit margins are unreal with hats as well. The profit margin is, and I think that that's not something that um, a lot of people realize who haven't tapped into it yet. Um, and Josh Ellsworth, our um, VP here at Stalls, he has done a phenomenal job of showing just how quickly that ROI of the press um, happens and, you know, what you can sell a hat for, what different products you can use to 
reach a higher profit margin and get more opportunity that way. Um, and that's on our YouTube channel as well. But highly recommend for anyone who hasn't got a chance to see the press. Um, and then anyone who has been on the fence with starting to print custom hats because it is so informative. It, it really helps you realize just how much more money you can add um, or just another revenue stream. Yeah, and, and I'd encourage people to join the Heat Press for Profit Facebook group as well because you can see people in the US have just like blazed a trail with and now they've got like three, four, the 360 sitting next to each other and they're just hats all day, aren't they? It's, it's incredible. Yeah, we actually have a customer. Um, his name is Ty Kane and he is from Crafted Manufacturing. And um, he does on-site printing with his 360. Uh, he was actually just here in Texas, where I live, um, in the city of Austin, and he set up shop at an event that one of this big, well-known barbecue place, it's called Salt Lick Barbecue, um, and he had 360s lined up and just a variety of different hats to choose from, and then people got to come up, pick their hat, pick between four different patches, and then we would print them right there on site for them. So. That was a really unique one. Whenever he said he was going to be in the area, I hopped over to check it out, catch some video for social. Um, but it was just cool to see how one of our customers interacting and how they engage with their customers and um, use our product. <laughs> I think it's really interesting to see how our customers, like you say, react with their customers because we're so used to doing the whole b2b side of things that often right. the b2c kind of not slips away but you don't necessarily put as much emphasis into that i mean we do focus mm -hmm. on it in terms of benefiting our customers like giving them advice on what to post on socials how to encourage their customers to reorder how to get the best quality product but a lot of it is we want to see how our customers are printing not necessarily how they're selling to their customers so seeing right. that in person and you know absolutely no filters just then they're really raw printing um that's that's amazing I think more people should definitely do that yeah I would say um this city is definitely a good one to be in for that uh the more um shows that I do in this area and people that live in Austin they're like wait you're in Austin you have to come to this event that we're doing and it's just like a really cool opportunity even people in like Houston or the Dallas area are like, well, we're here. You have to come out and see it. And I'm like, absolutely. I love to see that engagement and it helps us learn too how our products help them. Like you said, outside of just the B2B. Cool. Okay. So um, another thing that we, we've kind of touched on already, uh, but was the upcoming trends for heat printers for maybe like the end of this year and coming into 2023, which seems like it's come around so quickly this year. Um, sustainability obviously is going to be a massive one. Um, it, it already has been this year, even at Primer and Promotion for us back in April, it was a massive topic. Um, so I think that's only going to get bigger as we move into 2023. Um, but also the whole full color side of things and the dimensional finishes that you'd mentioned previously. Um, how do you see that sort of shaping how heat printing moves into the future as we keep, uh, obviously move into 2023? 
Um, so starting with sustainability, um, I feel like that is one of the most important levers that any business can pull at this point. Um, I I just think that it, it's becoming a bigger conversation in our industry, so much so that um, our apparel manufacturers are completely shifting. Um, they want to pivot into uh, recy- recyclable materials, into their fabrics. And so as heat printers and um, stalls is being such a big innovator, the more the apparel change, the more we have to innovate our heat print technology. And so we're looking more into water-based solutions so that it's more eco-friendly. And um, if you, if customers of ours are trying to pull that lever um, and working their way into that space, um, I would say there are really great apparel products out there that are going to help push you in the right direction. And then as we continue to stay on this sustainability track, um, products, heat printable products will eventually reach that point too, where it's biodegradable uh, carriers that the product is releasing from and, and such. So um, that's definitely going to shape how we're heat pressing in the future. Um, as far as 2023 goes, I don't know if we're quite there for our heat transfers yet, but we're definitely working towards it, such as the water-based solutions. Um, and that leads us right to full color, right? So uh, full color is um, has always really been a trend, but it depends on the finish of it, right? So full color has been for years. Um, But whenever it comes to heat transfers, people would steer clear from that for the most part if it was going to be applied to a wearable because it felt heavy. Um, And now because we're looking at these water-based solutions such as Ultra Color Pro or our direct-to-film Ultra Color Max, um, these are products that are very soft and lightweight that you can achieve full color in and wear it on a shirt and it not feel like a bulletproof vest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I continue to see full color um, graphics on the front or back of the t-shirt in really large prints. That's what's trending in retail. So we know that our clients, customers want them to be able to do that too. So that full color solution in Ultra Color Pro and Max is definitely going to put them there. I think as well, the the great thing is that there's no compromise anymore. That's kind of the biggest thing I keep talking to people about as they they start, here's my design, but I'm going to have to do this to it. I'm like, no, no, no. There's no, there's no rules anymore. There's no key lines. There's no like, yeah, I can do that, but I have to make it look dull or take colors out or yeah. lose the detail. It'd be like, no, no, just the design, make the design first and let us work out how it gets onto your T-shirt because we'll find a way. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yay, science. <laughs> yeah. I do. I find it fascinating seeing all of the different designs that come through um, our Easy View ordering system because you do still get a lot of the basic uh, one to five color like the plain mm-hmm. black and the plain white and I think that's still very very popular um, we've been manufacturing them for over 40 years just here in the UK so 
Um, it's definitely still one of the most popular transfer products, but I think ultra color, especially with the DTF option we have now to just order the one sheet and test it for yourself without committing to the minimum of 10 or how whatever it is for you guys in the US. Um, it gives people the opportunity to experiment more and test out full color products before like I say, buying them in bulk. And it, I think for a while and maybe even still now, it's something that kind of might scare people slightly and be a little bit overwhelming because it almost seems too good to be true because you see the finished result and you go, there's no way that I can do that in just 12 seconds. And I think if right. anything, they're a bit hesitant to go near it because they're like, no, there's a catch somewhere along like something here. Um, but there isn't. And then the second they try it and they all we, we see it when customers come in and visit us and have their like one to one sessions or come to a group event. And even at the trade show, when we introduced Ultra Color Max, and because obviously that was a hot peel and the second you peel it off, their faces just go like that. And yeah. it's the best feeling ever. And seeing the, the inspiration in their eyes of what that can do for their business, I think that's definitely going to come out more in the years to come we've seen a lot of it over the last couple of years but i think it's definitely going to blow up moving forwards yeah i, I and you hit on a very key point is being able to get those samples for testing um as we talk about trends i'm always super excited about them because i get to show something new right um and it gets people excited it inspires people but one of the key things is being able to test it first and do some trial in the market that you're serving. Make sure that it's something that they're interested in. Just because it's a new trend doesn't mean it's a fit for you, right? Um, so it's all about really knowing your customer when it comes to trends, but sampling is definitely key. Um, instead of just ordering in bulk, like you mentioned, just, oh, I never worked with it, but I'm gonna do a whole order in it because it just seems cool. Probably not the best idea. <laughs> Definitely uh, do some research there and make sure it's going to work for the job right. Um, I love to put everyone on a new trend, but we want to make sure it's the right fit for the market they're serving. Yeah. And that's what's also so great about vinyl is that there's no minimums for that. Once you've got your meter or your roll, you can test as many different designs, as many different sizes. You can fuse on different garments and see what works for you before you turn around to the customer and mm -hmm. say, this is what we can do. This is what we've proven to work, etc. Um, So regardless of whether you want to use full color or one to five color transfers or all of the different finishes in vinyl that we have available, you mm -hmm. can test and sample and figure it out for yourself with both which I think is so is so cool as well yeah you seem like a big advocate for vinyl and I love that <laughs> I can see that I in your reels that you do for so styles <laughs> I said I can see that in the reels that you do for styles the layering of the vinyls the different yeah. seasonal ones is every time I'm like that's Jenna's <laughs> yeah you can just get so creative with it and if you aren't afraid to get creative that's what sets you apart from everyone. Um, doing something unique, mixing products you wouldn't normally mix together. Um, it's just dependent on if you have the time for it. I get paid to do it, so I have the time for it. But <laughs> that's why I'm doing it, so I can show people that they can do it too. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we repost quite a lot of the stuff that you do because we think what you do is amazing. I think we're we're not going to be able to match that. So I'm like, I'm just going to steal yours because it looks fantastic. And it gets the point across to our customers the same way. So, hey, everything is content. No worries. We'll sh we all share each other's we content share. at this point. <laughs>
we're the we're the same we're one big family so it all, right. it all comes back to one of us eventually yeah exactly. I am um, one of my favorite things at the moment which I wish I'm determined to do more of next year but is the um, layering of vinyls with the like sports film ultra weed and then glitter on top of that I just love that look especially with like mm -hmm. the new neutrals and beiges that we've got with like the rusty oranges over the top and I can just yeah. see that working really well yeah, I love your vision. I can't wait to see the finished look. <laughs> oh, no, I've got to get on that now. <laughs> I've signed myself up for that one. Like, tell me more. Show me. <laughs> Where is it, Molly? It's been three months. <laughs> oh, dear. I didn't have anything else to um, to add to my list of questions, I'll be honest. No, That's just... covered so much stuff. I think everyone's going to be so, so grateful for you for sharing. So thank you, Jenna. Yeah, I'm grateful for you guys having me on. This has been amazing it's always great chatting with both of you so thank you so much okay no worries. have you got any uh virtual events or anything that our listeners and watchers can catch you on soon or anything they should look out for um as far as virtual events we're always hosting webinars and facebook lives and those can be easily found right on the um stalls events page on stalls.com um, so that you can register and just be reminded of when things are coming up. Um, I actually, we do have a Facebook Live this Thursday. Um, and then we head out to Printing United the following week. So we'll actually have an in-person event. We'll be posting a ton of content um, from that. So whoever isn't able to make it out in Las Vegas for that event, um, you'll be able to pick up some stuff um, that we were sharing there. We're going to be hosting podcasts. We're going to be presenting in the Future State Theater. And then, of course, we'll also have our booth, um, which will have all of those fun hands-on demos. And one really cool thing that we're doing um, is our um, artist, Great Dane, known, known as Great Dane Graphics, um, he is actually painting a huge mural um, that he designed um, and it's actually our like trade show booth wall. So I'm super excited to see how that turns out. So we'll be we'll be posting a lot about that one on our social, too. That sounds amazing. I want to go. Do you reckon we could blag getting uh, tickets out somehow and coming to join you in Las Vegas? Because that sounds so good. <laughs> I know. Who do I need to contact to get yeah. us out there? Because that would be right. so fun. Yeah, oh, it would. We don't have a printing event until. Well, we've got our Bella Canvas one coming up. But by the time this podcast comes out, that will have already happened. Um, and then Are we're, you doing the Brand Builder Summit? We, no, is that the Bella Canvas one? But yeah, so Bella Canvas, we, as I say, by the time this one comes out, we will have, I think it's literally coming out either the day of the event or the week after. Okay. Um, but as it stands now, it's next week. Um, and we're having their 2023 garment color and style launch here at Target HQ, which is going to be really fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we had all of the boxes delivered to us over the last couple of days. So we were unpacking them all this morning and the colors, I'm actually looking at some of them as we speak and they are really cool. Um, I'm going to need to get a sneak peek, please. <laughs> oh, I'll send you a picture. <laughs> um, but yeah, they look really good. So we're really excited. We're nearly sold out um, of people coming. So we're just, it's the first sort of proper big event that we've hosted in since we've had our showroom done. Um, we've had a lot of one-to-ones come in, um, like customers on their own, just to sort of see things and have a chat about their business. Um, but this is the first 
trade show event essentially we've got multiple different um businesses and brands coming um, so yeah that's gonna be it's gonna be fun i'm mm. looking forward to it yeah, yeah it sounds like a great event and wholesalers so everything basically everything that you need to have a t-shirt business is under one roof so it's, it's quite cool yeah i think that's it for today cool. brilliant um everybody who is listening if you would like to see more of what jenna does for styles you can head on over to their instagram page or to their styles tv youtube um you do a lot of lives as well on their pre-recorded videos there's everything that you need to know it's a great youtube channel really recommend checking that out if you're a heat printer um, also the Heat Press for Profit Facebook group, which Andy mentioned previously, is a fantastic one to be a part of as well. Um, and don't forget to subscribe, like and subscribe to the Target Transfers podcast. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday at 11.30 with another episode. But until then, thank you, Jenna, very much for joining us. Of course. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next week.